What up, fam? Lamb Monster Mangus here, tuning in for another week of Ender Regulation, episode 21, Out of the Woodlands. Thank you, as always, for sticking around. Make sure to stay all the way till the very end because we're going to entertain you and educate you, as always. But first, let's go ahead and meet the clowns behind tonight's productions. Coming to you live from the West Coast. Girthquake Grimes. How we doing, kid? Doing well, fellas. Shakes. Glad to see you're back in back in action. I'm back, baby. It's good to see you. How's Tyler? Hey man. <laughs> uh next up, coming to us from Tennessee, back from a hiatus. Mr. Jernigan, how we doing, kid? I'm good. Thanks, uh thanks for granting me the week off. I don't know how much PTO I've got left for this year, but uh Pretty know, tapped I need, out. I needed that one. <laughs> well, next up, coming to us live from Richmond, Virginia, head of production. Uh, so if you had a problem with last week's episode, bring it up with him. Tommy Lasagna, how we doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. If you had a problem with last week's episode, uh, you can take that problem, it. write it down on a <laughs> yeah. piece of paper, and uh, stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, cue the music. I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. You got my vote. Number one man, greatest quarterback of all time, hands down, Tom Brady. Derek Jeter All right, well, as always, boys, we like to kick it off with some warm-ups, get the wheels moving. Um, wanted to bring it up. No Nut November came and went. Now on to a new one. No Jewel July. Are we participating or what? Uh, so yes. Absolutely can, not. Can I do fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> can I do other tobacco products or what? Man, you do you. Just no Jeweling. Uh, I don't think I can do it. Tom, are you out I'm, as well? I this morning I retired from the jewel game. Oh yeah, all right. I'm literally yeah, like a story. Like, just like I quit dipping like fifteen yeah, thousand times over the last ten. I years. mean, I, I don't think it's any secret that uh, nicotine is a very hard drug to quit. But I'm gonna try. Kiss. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. If you didn't know already, nicotine is a hell of a drug. Um. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Are you no jeweling? Or Brent, what's up with you? Are you just ripping down Newports for the month of July? I'm, I'm only my rule is to only smoke other people's jewels this month. <laughs> Pretty much his, the same as his, every other month. <laughs> yeah, you got to build up that immune system, brother. Just just sucking down on jewels from all over, a plethora. Yeah, I only hit other people's jewels. All right, well, let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. We got a nice little lineup here for you tonight. Um, agenda run it down for you we've got some banner uh we're going to talk a little bit about a story uh, i came across recently death in the hudson we're going to talk about the u.s open do a little recap gary woodland uh big NBA, gary woodland big, big gary um nba draft we're going to do a little bit of a preview for you all talk a little bit about pelicans maybe being number one overall next year who knows maybe uh, but more importantly, do you, do you mean number one up. overall and like they're gonna win next it's year? Sucking. It, it was a they fucking might, joke, Tom. They Relax. might be number one at sucking. Yeah, Brent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank All you. right. Well, I nailed that one. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Both of those comments. Um, 
we're going to give you guys a little bit of a preview. It's coming up here on Thursday. So we're going to uh, let you guys know what you should expect, some hot takes and more. Lastly, we'll wrap things up with some buzzer beaters. Tommy, you enjoying the game over there? Uh, no, it's at rain delay right now, so I'm just kind of flipping okay. through to all have right, something good. in the background. Just make sure not to lose internet there. Um, <laughs> it's all right, okay, well, let's kick <laughs> let's kick it off here with some banner, gentlemen. Um, Harrison kind of tuned me in. It was something that I had been on a hiatus uh, for quite some time. Um, but Sean Avery is probably the greatest thing to happen to social media. The revitalization of social media, I would say. As as much of a douchebag as he is, because he is one, I mean, the guy just does not give a fuck. I saw him go up to, so his, he's like a bike lane enthusiast <laughs> in New York City. Which That's is like exactly a crazy why fucking I put thing. this on here. That's such a crazy thing to do, is like be like the police. I mean, the guy's a retired NHL player. He's got more time on his hands than he knows what to do with. So he kind of just goes around policing the bike lanes of New York. And uh, I mean, he literally goes up to these truck drivers who park on the park on the park on the side on the side. You know, taps the window, t- tells them to roll down, and he literally just berated every single one of them. But specifically, this one poor guy who's just trying to do his job and and starts calling him a googly-eyed fuck. Being like, why couldn't you park on the other side of the road? And I'm just like, I mean, it's it's just just pure A1 the, content. The one I was referring to is the, the dingus rolling down the bike lane the wrong way. And, and Avery stops him. Literally hand, <laughs> yeah. hand in face. And he's like, you know you're going the wrong way. And the guy's like so ashamed. He's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, and that's also- a fucking stupid shirt. And the guy <laughs> was so taken aback, had absolutely no idea. I think idea he like, says, like, fuck say. off he said, as he rides away. He said, all right, fuck off. And then just <laughs> kept pedaling. <laughs> yeah. And Avery's just like, bud, you're lucky I'm in a good mood today, or I'd fucking beat the snot out of you. And, so and he's in Canada going. right now. He's in Canada right now, and he's and he's pissed because of the bikes and the pedestrians being able to share the roadways. He's like, this shit would never happen in the U.S. And they took a picture of a bunch of fucking gypsies sitting around a table smoking bongs. He's like, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> he's dude. He's <laughs> a national gypsy. treasure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that I've um, reinvested more time in him. I think there's. I really needed something to do at work, so now this is yeah. um, giving me something to do. But um. Now on to a more serious note. There was a death. It was a doctor. Um, not a very smart doctor because he died uh, swimming in the Hudson. So uh, rest in peace, thoughts and prayers, but uh, you're an idiot. Wait, um, when did this happen? June 14th. Of this he, year? He was yeah, dude, he was participating in the eight bridges race, which I guess happens throughout New Jersey, New York. He said something about no one understands the vastness of nature until you're in the water of the Hudson and you hear the until propellers. You die, and, yeah, and then until the Loch Ness monster eats your ass. Speaking um, of which, do you see that they the found a Loch Ness monster? Because all the fucking ice melting in like Greenland and shit, they found a creature very similar to a Loch Ness monster. They're dinosaurs, dog. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. I know. Crocodiles are dinosaurs. What do, wait, what do you mean by very similar? It's just like you know, from what people describe the Loch Ness monster as, like things like this giant. This thing's like forty feet long. Animal. It's a marine like animal. Brachiosaurus with fins. It's dog. got like fucking teeth and shit. Yeah. Anyways, it, pro- it probably just got frozen and now it's like it's <laughs> thawing out. Over and here. It's, it's gonna. <laughs> yeah. That's why wow. I sent you guys. That's I'm why I sent you guys the out. article about the wolf, like the seventy. 
fucking thousand year old wolf that got uncovered in Siberia because uh, the permafrost is melting. Why do you think Brent and I went to Norway? Right. For real. To find that, to find <laughs> right. that sucker. <laughs> uh, that um, wolf head, by the way, not to get too. We're already way off topic, so fuck it. That wolf head was enormous. <laughs> I've was never massive. seen anything bigger in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, that it's thing a dire was massive. Wolf, dude. It was a dire you wolf. You know, yeah. George R.R.R.R. Martin wasn't too far <laughs> off. Martin. Um, <laughs> but seriously, uh, Dr. Charles Vanderhorst, uh, 67 years old of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, he vanished. Uh, I believe they still have not found his body. He vanished somewhere near the George Washington Bridge, I believe. Um, I've heard about like professional swimmers, uh, marathon swimmers swimming in the Hudson before, dying of bacterial infection. So I would assume one could vanish from other things. Um, whether it be radioactive catfish or just the current <laughs> itself. Like, there are so many dead bodies in there. They're probably the souls of so many dead bodies just pulling yeah, them down. that's probably what got him, actually, uh, was just, you know, some, some body that's dead as hell. David Blaine. Yeah. Yeah. Drug him under, yeah. Honestly, well, if you're swimming in the Hudson... You deserve to die. You kind of deserve to die. Just don't do Tide, it. Tide pods. Tide pods, swimming in the Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Come on. Got to go. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, next up, Father's Day was this past uh, weekend. So if you um, didn't do something about it, you've missed your uh, your cue there. Uh, But I'll tell you who did do something about it, O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby. Um, And if there are two individuals to be sending out Father's Day wishes, it is not these two. So uh, Bill Cosby... And, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. Pretty sure this guy's in jail, so I'm not sure how he's ripping. I tweets. mean, dude, I, no, I thought OJ was yet. still in jail. <laughs> Maybe I'm behind on the time. Yeah, what are you under a rock? got out of jail like four months ago. Yeah, come on. He got out of jail after trying to rob the. Who uh, let him out? The memorabilia. Who let him out? Down. In Tom's defense, how could you possibly keep up with when OJ is in or out of jail? Oh, don't worry, <laughs> boys. I already followed OJ on Twitter, so. Stay you, tuned. Dude, so, that's all right. a bad idea. So, so this FBI is all juice is on your ass. The juice is loose, baby. This is all great. So, so Bill Cosby um, tweeted just minutes after OJ. So OJ rips out a tweet basically saying it's a video. So great. You know, the guy hasn't been on Twitter, I, I guess, Harry, right? This is his This is his, like, debut. coming yeah, Forthcoming. Out. Yeah. There's, no, there's no Twitter in jail. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is firing off tweets with videos of himself just looking suave as fuck in the country claiming that he's not Khloe Kardashian's father or, or that he didn't sleep with Chris. Um, I mean, dude, come on. Like, let's be serious. You literally, a week ago, were talking about how, you know, you, you F that bitch real good in a hot tub. That's verbatim. Sorry. Something like but, that. Uh, but but what, are you, like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's... Chloe Kardashian looks like no a take fucking backs. linebacker compared to her little hobbit siblings. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, the good news is for us now, OJ doesn't realize that there's, like, DNA testing and, you know, like, genetic testing in, 2000, in 2019. So I think somebody's going to put that to the they test refuse. real quick. They refuse. If there were a powder puff football game full of dumbass Hollywood chicks, Chloe Kardashian goes number one overall easy in that 100%. Draft. Yeah. Bro, well, he bas- if, I'm, he if I'm an NFL team hurting at linebacker, I'm giving her a call this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, giving her a look anyways. 
he basically wrapped it up with being like Happy Father's Day. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> dude, let's not all let's right. not you know breeze past the part where he goes, I'm gonna answer all of your questions and set the record straight. And I'm like, dude, you probably just want to get away from this topic. Right. Just he's, just don't bring it he's up. Gonna, he's now gonna start a podcast if 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 I did it. If I did if it. I'm OJ's <laughs> lawyer, I'm telling him, in fact, answer zero questions. <laughs> let's, I'm, sh- let's not I'm answer shutting a his Twitter down, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. that man should not have Twitter. <clears throat> right. Um, he, he's gonna have some like one of the worst like burner account leaks or accidental <laughs> like dude, there was I meant to text pitch. this and I sent it on Twitter he, by he, accident. Yeah. He's gonna dude. make Kevin Durant look smooth. <laughs> I, you know, I, there was already this this DM conversation that was leaked between OJ and I don't I'm not sure if this has been confirmed to be OJ actually typing Nicole. it. OJ in a parody account and he literally. Anyway, anyways, the guy messaged this parody account with 16 knife emojis saying, I'm going to get you next. Uh, he said nuh-uh. that to OJ or OJ said no, that OJ to him? Said it, OJ said it to this guy who was running an OJ parody account. I'll just edit all that out. I'm sorry. Holy shit. No, just run, just run it through. Just run it through. Who gives a shit? Dude, there's, all right. There's nothing wrong Lady, with it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm working the, the kinks out of, of living with the... The lady friend, and uh, she just doesn't quite understand what man room studio, man room slash studio means. She she removed his door. I mean, there's literally a sign on the door that says no girls allowed. (laughs) I mean, Um, respect the sign, Sam. Before we digress more uh, on the topic of terrible fathers, Bill Cosby, uh, who probably is like the terrible father year, uh, like ward of the year, um, tweets out, hey, 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 it's America's dad. Uh, he says, I know it's a little late, but all of the dads, it's an honor to be called a father. So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities. Um, dude, you were just roofing and raping people yeah. like two seconds ago. So pump the fucking brakes, my friend. And again, brings up the question. This guy's in jail. How is he tweeting this? I don't, yeah, think he's in jail. I don't actually think he's ever been in jail, unfortunately. I like yeah. people in at work today were like, "How is he tweeting? He's in jail for sure." Yeah, he's just, uh, I don't like, think he's just not in jail. Nice. Take it up with the American judicial system. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I gonna mean, write someone a strongly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> we should just put him and Harvey Weinstein in a cage together, like an MMA fight, and <laughs> and OJ for that matter. Winner takes all. Well, OJ would fucking win that. Like <laughs> winner, winner gets a Twitter that. account. And the other two would just die. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> done. Done. All right. Let's move on. Um, entertainment update for you all quickly. <clears throat> Take a little break from all that shenanigans. Two things that you all need to go and check out. First of all, if you haven't seen Chernobyl already, just jump out a window. But when they see Correct. us, Central Park 5, incredible stuff, really f- freaking heavy. So I'm going to I'm gonna warn you ahead of time. Uh, on Netflix... No reason not to watch it. All of us basically stare at fucking Netflix all day uh, after work. So go ahead, indulge. And next up, this is going to require you getting off your ass and mm. venturing down to your local movie theater. Uh, Secret Life of Pets 2. Fucking amazing stuff, dude. Did you I'm bring gonna Remy? See, I'm going to see your Secret Life of Pets 2 and raise you a Toy Story 4. Dude, but it's not out yet. Coming out this weekend. I, I'm also excited for Secret it. Life of Pets. But it's good stuff. I'm convinced that these guys are straight up just making these stu- uh, these for adults now. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, the kids were laughing, and I was like, 
You don't fuck even get you, this. Abby, get you don't even understand that. <laughs> Shut up. Um, all right. Now let's be serious. We are the master debaters. So let's talk a little bit about some would you rathers, debate about it. First off, I'm going to throw that out here uh, just because it is a little bit of a curveball, a little bit nutty and out there. First landing, first contact, when the aliens do come, would you prefer for them to be robotic or organic? Um, I'm going to go robotic because I feel like like with that – like just a solid little EMP blast. You get like a seven kill streak. Get an EMP <laughs> and knock, knock those guys out of here. <laughs> Wipe them the fuck out. So, dude, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I literally thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, you can just EMP them. That'd be cool. You, right. That's an you easy. You two like, don't boom, have done. access to EMPs. No, but our military does. Correct. Uh, all of our governments do. All the good ones, anyways. I'm sure there are some out there that don't. I'm just Katie. I'm just gonna go with organic and the idea that maybe they'll be friendly and maybe they'll help us. So you're assuming that if they're robotic, so that they're automatically bad. Have you ever seen Alien vs Predator, Tom? So naive. Thank you, thank you, Brent. I mean, everything's just like so dramatized by Hollywood these days. You just you can't really believe what's on the screen. All right. Well, I'm thinking I'm picking robotic as well. Um, I think machines are a little bit easier. Like I'm thinking these things just popping out bullets when you shoot them. The or the organic breed that is, you know, like green goo movies, straight movies. Come on. Right. Um, all right. Next up, if you had to live your rest of your life in one of them, what would it be? A sailboat or an RV? I'm going back to the boat. This is similar to the ninja versus pirate debate last week. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to be trapped inside an RV for the rest of their life? Wait, that's well, okay. There's a clarifying question. If you're on a sailboat, like you can go places, you can go to port, right, in like Spain and get out and go check yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah. All right. RV. I mean, good point, and that does sound cool for a while and stuff. But, but I'm talking about like dangerous. I'm talking about your current life, like with your skills. Like if you were trying to go to the port of Spain well, I, today, I can't sell, you but would I can die. Totally drive. Yeah, I can totally <laughs> yeah, drive. So, so I'm choosing RV. Yeah, RV. I'll figure it also, out. Also, like Harry said, great point. Um, the sea is extremely fucking dangerous. So dangerous, and dude. And I feel winters. Like the first, the first hint of a storm, I'm dead. I could, I could <laughs> hunker down. You know, drop the jacks on my RV and just post up for a day. Yeah. Find a nice RV park and just. Yeah. Oh God! All right. Yeah, that sounds right, terrible. And, and last up, scales or fur? Fur, cause bitches love fur. it. <laughs> hey man, That's... I don't know. The, the taco meat might be a little played out. <laughs> Woof. I'm I'm about that scale action, man. Think about it. That's body armor. Yeah, I'm gonna Does I'm gonna have go? to go with scales too. I think fur would get like way too hot. I'm going I'm going fur. So itchy too. Itchy, dude. You gotta think about that. Yeah, totally itchy. That's why people wear fur all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, they wear people, like you know wearing scales. Hey Brent, you dude, know what? So I'm gonna hunt you crock boots full of fur and make a coat out of you. Boots. <laughs> You'd like ah, that, dude. A Brent jacket would be nice. Yeah. Fucking so, wear his head top head dollar. on top of my head. Top dollar. <laughs> yeah, top All right, let's Poop get dollar. into serious talk, gentlemen. Uh, U.S. Open. The name of the podcast, Out of the Woodlands, is for a reason. 
first and foremost, we would like to congratulate Gary. Gary? Gary managed to hold it down this weekend and hold off the PGA favorite Brooks Kepka uh, for the U.S. Open Championship, taking home a whopping $2.25 million out of $12.5 million. So quite a purse uh, to be taking home, and um, I imagine he will be using it for bangers and strippers. Uh, <laughs> probably the exact opposite. Um Garrett Woodland's like known as like one of the nicest guys on tour actually. Yeah. Um super he's like almost just too down nice. to earth and kind of quiet dude. Um so honestly he's he's been one of those guys for like a long time. The last time I went to a major I guess was like 2012 at the Masters. And you know pe- people always talk about him like man you got to see Gary Woodland hit a golf ball. He he just hits it a fucking mile, crushes the ball has a huge swing and obviously he's a pretty big guy so it's it's definitely impressive to watch uh compared to a lot of guys out there but you know it's not like he's won a ton and um hasn't probably like taken it quite as serious as far as like from a training standpoint as a lot of the top guys but you know he's he's been around for a while now i've been doing this mm-hmm. thing and has always been a good ball striker it's just a matter of whether he hits, or not you can he hits probably the best he hits the best stinger on tour yeah for sure it's like it's, he was leaning on that adjusted. sunday big time yeah yeah, that's, because that's a hell yeah. of a shot to have in your bag uh, come U.S. Open time. Yeah, it's just so much. It's like a much higher percentage shot just, on an ocean you know, to golf control course, it. no less. Exactly. So, yeah, man, he did everything he had to do. He was 156. Well, he had a killer the, Saturday. He was 156 on the tour in scrambling going into the U.S. Open. He was number one this past weekend in scrambling. I mean, around the greens, putting. He made some unbelievable par saves. Um, the one on 17 on Sunday, right. you had to do that chip uh, from across the green, put it to like inches, nearly nearly hold it out for birdie. Um, made a couple amazing par saves on Saturday. So I mean he, and then he and then he made his you know he made his birdies when he had to. Obviously shot finished at what 13 under. Um, Speaking I mean, of birdies, by the way, man. he yeah good. How awesome is it when you have a couple shot lead going into the 18th and you just roll in your monster birdie putt anyways to, to top sick. off the golf what a, tournament? What an awesome way. It kind of sucked that Justin Rose had to finish out his two Yeah, he two putted two putt. too. That was terrible. Oh, God. So I, I, I want to yeah. bring two things up. One, um, Tom, will you just re-highlight quickly uh, who won the PGA uh, championship according to you last week? Uh, what do you mean? Your predictions from last week. Oh, uh, yeah. So I picked Tiger. That didn't really work out. And then I also had Kuchar. And Kuchar had a good uh, first couple days of the tournament. And then he kind of was pretty stagnant Saturday. And I think he was like one or two over on Sunday. So that didn't pan out. But, I mean, in reality, if, if you didn't get off to a hot start on Thursday, Friday, you know, this tournament was never yours. And, you know, Kepka's a beast for even making this thing close, considering he was down, I think, three or four strokes going into Sunday. Um, but, I mean, this was, you know, congrats to Woodland. This was his tournament to lose. And he's kind of had that, like, monkey on his back throughout his career where he's had, like, four or five tournaments uh, with a 54-hole lead and couldn't get it done. So I'm, I'm glad that he's finally, like, uh, finally yeah. able to sack He's got up a cool and, story, too, man. He, he, he didn't start playing golf until I mean he played golf prior to college, but he didn't really take it seriously. And he told that story. I don't know if you listened to the press conference afterwards, where he was playing basketball for some D three team and went D2. and they played. 
D2, and they went and played against Kansas, and he was guarding up Kirk Heinrich. And uh, and he was just like, as soon as that happened, he was like, dude, he's like, there's just no way I'm going to go anywhere with basketball. And so he switched to golf, transferred to Kansas, oh, really? which was like his, I like it. his, uh, his, you know, his school growing up, his, you know, big fan of Kansas growing up in Topeka. I'm saying that right, I think. But yep, you are. And, uh, and it's, I think it's a cool story, man, that he just didn't really get into golf really until, you know, I think sophomore year of college. And he's still, he, you know, as he says, he's still getting better. He's still refining his game. He, he can hit the long ball, but I think his short game has always been kind of a, his, his, his Achilles heel. And uh, he proved, you know, this week that he's, he's you know, he's a serious golfer. It's going to change his life. And, know, I mean, as, as we've seen before, you know, winning, getting the first one out of the way. And then, you know, kind of like I said with him, um, just maybe not taking it. You know, he's a family guy. He lives in pretty normal life. Like, he doesn't spend 10 hours a day on the driving range like a lot of these guys who are super hungry do. But, you know, getting that, that taste of your first major changes anybody. And oftentimes, you know, it, it can... It can be opening a can of worms for sure. So you know, I'm not I'm not saying it's a guarantee, of course, that he'll win another major at any point. But you know, it, momentum is a real thing in golf uh, and in any sport, really. Yep. So I, I can't wait to see what he does for the next couple of years. So yeah, the, the second thing I wanted to mention was uh, obviously brought up, which is Kepka. Um, I wanted to hear your guys' opinions on something that I read recently, which was that his greatest asset as a golfer is his strength um but it's also a double-edged sword and acts also as as a weakness of his um and what they highlighted was and we talked about this a couple weeks ago where we resurfaced a tweet from him um or his coach back in college where he said you know uh, basically who is tiger woods i'm you know i outdrive him i output him i you know i play i play him um this is kind of one of those moments where it kind of defies you defies you as a player and he had an opportunity on 18 he was down it was, it was 12 he was it was he, he was, was down two strokes ten, he was down yeah he was 10 he under needed, he needed um, an eagle and he had the opportunity to lay himself up for an eagle um but he overpowered his shot he put himself over uh he hit over the green on 18 um mm-hmm. and and blew a chance to if not anything, tie it up, you know, take the championship altogether. Um, but it kind of brings up the question, and this is what I want to ask you guys. Like, you know, we talk about it a lot. Kepka really talking a hot game, you know, talking about outdriving Tiger and, you know, being potentially better than Tiger. Is this not, a, you know, a moment where it kind of shows his true colors? I no, I don't think I'm so. not doubting I'm not so. doubting his accolades. Like I see you shaking your head, Tommy. But I'm not doubting his no, like ability I think as a golfer. But look at, looking at it as his biggest strength, no, I think his biggest strength is his mental toughness. And Kepka yeah. was in a position where he needed to eagle, and he fucking smashed that ball. We're talking about 18th at, Pe- at Pebble Beach. Nobody eagled that hole all weekend, and. He was inches away from being the first one to do it in the most critical of situations. Um, you know, you give him that shot again with the wind at his back. You know, he grabs a four iron, and maybe he lands it. I, I think you know, it's it's just an unfortunate shot that, in an unfortunate circumstance that, you know, his his title run came down to that one last stroke. Um, yeah. But like Grimes said, uh, Woodland birdied thirteen or birdied. 18 to get to 13 under anyways so like even if Kepka eagles well, in theory that's, 
done that's that. why I, at the very least you know if Kepka had birdied it here's where things would have changed up a little bit had Kepka birdied to get to 11 still would have been down a stroke but you can bet you know you can bet your bottom dollar that Woodland would have heard that roar on 18 and and known that he he had to you know at the very least par and and you know, under U.S. Open pressure, if you kind of, you know, Woodland all weekend was so dialed in. There could have been a, a shooting spree and that guy sort of been just fucking zeroed in uh, on what he had to do. But, you know, going on to 18, had Kepka birdied it, it might have just changed the, the pressure uh, for Woodland and who knows what, have, what would have happened. But knowing that he had a two-stroke lead, could lay up, get onto the green, one or two putt, didn't matter. Uh, it took all the pressure off but, him, so he, he did what he had to do and just and trained like, that, you know, 30 Like Tom footer. said, nobody had eagled that hole all day, or all all we, all we tournament, the whole tournament, right? Is that what you just yeah, said, or yeah. was it all day, right? So he he completely overcooks a three iron on 18. He could have put himself on the green, yet he puts himself over the green into the rough, making that eagle an absolute impossibility. For somebody that's playing yeah. up to his capacity, somebody who's winning as many tournaments as he's winning to fuck that up uh to to gary woodland i think is is a, a big mention but i don't know yeah i mean you're talking about like trying to you're trying to you're talking about trying to land a three iron from 230 however far away he was on a green that's probably 20 yards from front to back it's not not very easy to do so uh you know he wanted to flight it and by that he wanted to hit it higher a more of like a high you know land soft kind of ball he ended up hitting more of like a a driven stinger um and that's why once it hit the green it kind of just shot right to the back put him in a little shitty spot of rough and uh and you know made it you know difficult to chip in but even difficult to get up and down from there so kepka did everything he had shot. to do it was just overcooked yeah he just overcooked it i mean there's <laughs> nothing you can do about I mean, it he, he finished his first first second in the last three opens yeah, cut, I mean that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's. He's bad. I'm just saying that I think this is something to to highlight. Like, he's. Yeah. When I mean, was the last time that Gary that Gary Woodland, you know, w- was twelve under, you know, in a tournament? I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely. I mean, obviously, this is his best U.S. Open showing, but. It's tough. It's tough to say. I mean, I mean Kepka this, did everything this is just someone that we so. talked about as like a rising soon. star in, in the yeah. sport. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's all. I, I'm just yeah. for the fucking commentary, Tom. All right, enjoy your goddamn baseball over there. Um. All right. Well, you guys want to talk about Spieth and Hovland? I think Harry has a hot take on that. Well, okay. First of all, Spieth. What used to make Spieth so good is he used to be a just an all-star putter, probably one of the best putters on tour. Um, he's just not that anymore, but what really kind of pisses me off these days about him, and I'm a little especially pissed off because I picked him in both of my pools, the dude just complains the entire round. Every like, I feel like every single time the camera's on him, he misses a shot. You saw the one shot he was in a bunker. I forget what hole it was. You know, and he, and he hit it well, but it hit a rake that was kind of hidden just past the lip. And, you know complains about that he complains about you know this and that, that the video and then that went he, viral of him laying into his uh, caddy well no this this was afterwards he complained about his caddy or he's talking to his caddy saying like you know those two shots were on you one shot went on the water uh went in the water i believe it was on 18 yeah. and then another shot where he, he you know nuked it over the green had the wrong yardage but here's the thing at the end of the day don't blame your caddy there are certain situations where you can if he just completely gives you a wrong yardage but my point is, the dude's been playing golf his entire life. He knows his yardages. 
he it probably is a pretty good idea of depth perception right. and understanding if if someone's giving him a 220 and it look, doesn't look quite 220 like it's on him to second guess that right. and saying you know what whatever whatever the case might be or even when 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 players complain about the wind it's like dude he can feel you're the wind out there the same too. exact yeah. yeah the same exact way you do like don't you know pretend like you're oblivious to to these elements so you know as a former caddy you know, for, you know, amateur golfers, I, I used to get shit a lot. Um, and it just doesn't make sense. It's like, at the end of the day, you're the one swinging the club. Take some responsibility and some accountability I'm, for not playing well and just and just move on. I'm glad you brought this up because I got into an argument with a, a coworker of mine today, avid golfer. And, he you know, he was saying, uh, you know, lay off or whatever. You know, there it's obviously he's the one that's hitting it, but there's a lot that goes into it. What other professional sports player is getting assistance like a golfer and to me golf is one of the is is probably the hardest professional sport to play of all time but with that being said as a professional golfer it's not just speed it's happened plenty of times before we've seen footage of guys laying into their caddies like dude there's not hockey players where the coaches are like hey dude ice is about 10 degrees higher than normal so the puck's going to be sliding a little bit fast like no like it it doesn't happen like hey it's hot out your bat's a little bit um you know (laughs) it's gotten a little bit bigger uh because of the heat so make sure you know no it doesn't happen so i mean as, as the other golfer on the show like i've always been in the same camp as harry where it's like dude i you know it does it it makes a huge difference like i've played in a handful of tournaments like state ams and stuff where like where you're allowed to take a caddy out and you know take i take a good friend of mine who i also know is a good golfer and trust their opinion and stuff and it helps like you you can be a few shots better and of course the degree to which it helps is even higher when when you've got a world class caddy and you're a world class golfer but all of that said at the end of the fucking day, you're the one I mean, putting the ball you've, in the you've grid. You've hit millions of golf balls in your life. You know what, like Harry said, you know what 200 is compared to 220 just by looking at it. I mean, even without people, wasn't so long ago, no one had rangefinders in this world, and they were still fine. You know what I mean? And like Harry said, with the wind, with whatever it is, you're out there. You've spent more time on the golf course than anybody out in those stands or any caddy on that course. You know, like you have to know. And if something doesn't feel right, then, like he said, question it. And like he, again, sure, if, if someone's just like, just totally tells you the wrong thing and you trust it, sure, they, they deserve a little bit of blame. But at the end of the day, you're the professional golfer here. Let's get it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Well, let's wrap it up um, with the U.S. Open here. We've got one last bit. Tom, you want to kick us off or finish us off, I should say? Uh, yeah, shout out to Victor Hovland, who's gone pro, I believe, this weekend. Uh, he mm-hmm. finished as the low amateur score this weekend, as well as at the Masters. Um, kid out of Oklahoma State, just a very complete, well-rounded game. Um, and I'm excited to see more of this kid and what he can do moving forward. He's a pretty goofy-looking kid, I'll say that much. He's a, he's a homely motherfucker, but the kid can play some golf. <laughs> <laughs> Great, great kid, dude. great kid. Um, all right, well, that uh, concludes it for U.S. Open. What do we got here next on the docket? A little NBA draft um, coming to you live on Thursday, June 20th uh, at 7 p.m., I believe. Uh, big moves were made, as highlighted by End of Regulation on Instagram. 
by the Lakers, Pelicans this past weekend, um, which is probably going to create a little bit of a ripple effect going into this draft. So excited to be sitting here with you boys talking a little bit about it. So um, let's quickly just for the listeners summarize what happened uh, over the weekend with Anthony Davis uh, heading from New Orleans uh, to L.A. Tom, you want to take it? Yeah, so LeBron got his wish, and the Lakers sent Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart, their fourth pick in the draft, the the fourth overall pick this upcoming Thursday, as well as two other additional first-round picks in future drafts to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. Now, on the surface of this, you'd think with all those picks and, and all that promise that New Orleans won, but given the talent that is Anthony Davis, I really think this is a win-win situation here. They don't have to pay him again until next year, and now that he's just another bargaining chip that they can use to go out and attract another big-name free agent. And honestly, it's kind of scary what the Lakers are going to be next year. If you think about LeBron and AD, they're probably two of the top five players in all of basketball. And I'm I'm excited. And more so, I'm glad that LeVar Ball and company have to relocate to the fucking swamps of Louisiana. LeVar Ball with his comments being like, this is the biggest mistake the Lakers organization has ever made. No, dude. The biggest mistake they ever made was letting you into the stadium. <laughs> yeah, drafting Lonzo. That was Literally, their biggest mistake. The, the, the only downfall from this trade is LeVar Ball being back in the spotlight. Yeah, 100%. That, literally 100%. Dude, Thank you, Harrison. The guy is an actual moron. He's a pariah. He is literally a social pariah. Yeah. He just he literally goes like I said I didn't want Lonzo traded just so he would get traded to New Orleans. He's like I wanted this all along. <laughs> I'm, playing che- I'm playing chess. I'm like, dude, you don't even know the words that are coming out. I of just your mouth. wish that Lonzo as a grown ass motherfucking man making more money than his father would just step up and and just say like Dude, shut the fuck just up. Fucking, yeah, just yeah, go go sell your big baller brand yeah, shit. Dude, I'll I'll funnel you like an allowance every month, but like yeah. you do you and keep your mouth shut. But I will say, I mean, the, for the Lakers, it's the right pick, Tom. Like, you know, they get rid of their their fourth rounder. They get rid of a couple players, a uh, few future picks. But LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are not in the business of drafting young talent and, and waiting for them to develop. Yeah, for a, they a tried that last year. LeBron James. They tried that last year. But the other problem is that the, exactly. the Lakers organization is in complete disarray. Well, they, not, I mean, not, yes and no. they not were complete disarray they behind were. the scenes, I should say. Oh, that doesn't matter. I think that's. I, I'm assuming it's going to get swept under the rug. I mean, they got new coaching. They got Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd. You know, oh, yeah. Jeannie Buss is a whole different situation that I don't really even know all the all the facts behind it, and, and uh, Palinka or whatever his name is. But I think that all kind of gets swept under the rug. You know, LeBron got his guy. Yeah, probably exactly. Get exactly. One or two more guys. As as soon as soon as they gave. Well, magic, magic was a different story, but as soon as Walton got the chop, that's when everyone was like, all right, this is LeBron's team. LeBron is the GM now. And LeBron's, LeBron's mom put in a request for Anthony Davis to come. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, but let's talk about the other side of this deal here because we obviously know that the Lakers next year are, are going to be, as the West Coast kids would say, hella fun to watch. Um but but let's talk about down south in New Orleans. 
uh, what's going to happen there. We, we've obviously discussed the potential of R.J. Barrett uh, and Zion both being drafted by the Pelicans, uh, as well as some other potential pickups with this trade uh, in place. So wanted to hear from you guys, um, you know, what your thoughts are on the draft, who they're going to pick, if they get these two, uh, kind of what the season will look for them, look like for them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I still think that there's no doubt Zion's going first. And now that the Lakers have the fourth pick, it would be really cool to see Zion and RJ get drafted to the same team. But I just don't see New York passing up on RJ. Um, aside from that, though, I can but see them. If, sorry, I mean, what? Minis- sorry, I was going to say, because Minnesota has the second pick, don't they? Uh, Memphis has the second pick. Sorry, Memphis, and they were. They're they're probably going to take. Ja and yeah, I think RJ. I think it's going to be Ja. Um, I actually I I heard a funny story today about John ja Morant when he was getting recruited to Murray State. He was at some like showcase, and there's like the A list team playing on the you know, court one, and the B list guys on court two, and he got sent to the B list guys. And the Murray State recruiter was there to watch somebody else and accidentally stumbled upon John Morant on the B-list court, just balling out. And he walked up to him and his mom afterwards, and he's like, son, I'm going to give you a scholarship. You're coming to Murray State. And his mother goes, is, is that a scholarship for four years? And the Murray State guy goes, ma'am, your son's not going to be at Murray State for four years. <laughs> he's going to the That's league. awesome. That's and awesome. so it's really just great to see him come full circle. Um, but would back you, to would, uh, sorry, what? wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say though that RJ would be a stronger pickup? Uh, I didn't think I, RJ didn't impress me like all that much this year. I, I think there's an the, I mean, he's the a issue. Stronger shooter. The, he was a stronger the, shooter than Zion was. Yeah, that's true. I, I think the but issue with like, uh, RJ athlete, Zion, but. well, not Zion, but more so RJ and Cam Reddish is everybody's looking at their stock like, all right, like how much of that was Zion? How much of that was Coach K? Um, John, John Morant took a, a team full of nobodies to the Sweet 16. Like you got to you gotta consider that yeah. too. Um, and I, I think he's a much more true point guard. I think, I think uh, RJ is a, like a scorer, but John Morant just has that vision, that, that next gear. Um and, and, and the scoring, you know, it's not like he's, uh, you know, it's not like he's a bad shot either. Some of those dunks and shit he throws down, it's just like, he's going to be good. I, I, I'm glad to see him too. Um, but I think the Lakers will probably look at somebody like DeAndre Hunter or um, possibly another point guard like Kobe White, kid out of UNC. Uh, I think his draft stock's going to rise a little bit. Um, just because of the fact that they're going to be looking for a point guard. Um, what about the kid out of Houston too? Uh, Culver? No, Culver was out of Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, Jack, uh, Jared Culver. Yeah, Texas Tech, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that dude's just a raw talent too, but between AD and Braun, like, where are you going to fit him? And, you know, the Lakers, the biggest part of that whole thing was that they retained Kyle Kuzma, and I see, I see Culver just as, you know, another Kyle Kuzma. Well, that that's what we're skipping over though is that the Lakers don't have that pick, so 
we're talking about Pel- who the Pelicans or, gonna uh, take at the oh, four shit. after Zion. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm just getting confused now. Um, yeah, um, Col- which Culver in that case, nice. DeAndre Hunter right. or Culver would make sense. Just just bru- you know, sick athletes, awesome on the de- on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, you saw what DeAndre Hunter did in UVA's run this year. He was just incredible. I think I think DeAndre Hunter sounds like an awesome pick for that number four spot. Yeah, I like that I pick think- too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I what I from what I've seen, just from the lineup and what we've talked about with Ja and RJ, and I think DeAndre could be falling uh, at that five spot with the Cavs. But who knows? Like you said, with the Pelicans now at that four spot, it kind of changes things up a lot. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Hey, do you know what gets plays? Hot takes, and uh, here's a hot take for you. Um, Zion Williamson will have a bountiful career, but he will not be the superstar that we all believe him to be. All right. Mm. I'm I'm just putting it out there, you know? If, thing, if I'm wrong... Good thing we're recording, big yeah, guy. Man, if I'm wrong, I can be ridiculed. If I'm right, it's on recording. <laughs> That's a pretty good win-win. Like I said, he's going to have a bountiful career. I'm, I did not say that he was going to flop. All right, I uh, I have a proposition for you here. Yeah, hit me with it. Over under sixteen points per game for Zion Williamson this year. Uh, assuming that he goes number one to the Pelicans. Yes. You got to take the over on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, you got to consider. Um, I, I have faith in him. I'm not saying that. Like I said, I'm not saying he's gonna flop. I just people talk about him being the next and surpassing LeBron. Um. And I don't think he's a good enough shooter. I well, yeah. Sad. Like I said, LeBron went from high school to the NBI. So like you know, come on, but. There's a decent chance that Zion would have done the same thing had yeah. the, the rule not been in place. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But And like I said, I, I hope he does doubt me. I loved watching him, um, and I think he's going to be spectacular uh, at a professional level. But I think he's got like 20 pounds of baby fat that he still needs to lose. And then I he's think, just going to be I think RJ, RJ is going to fucking surprise you more than, uh, more than you think. I hope so. Yeah, I'm just so. saying. You're, I was about to say that you guys are just on. That's the only reason I'm saying that. All right, on if we're on the hot take train, the Celtics, hot take here, the Boston Celtics are going to draft Ball Ball out of the University of Oregon with one of their first or one of their three first round picks. They have three first rounders. Yeah, bro. You know Danny Ainge wheels and deals. So. While we're on the topic of the Celtics, I did want to bring this up. Um, it's kind of surfaced that the Celtics, or at least the fan base, maybe obviously the organization, is a little bit hungry to keep Ky- um, Kyrie. Do you think that he is worthy of that $190 million that they've discussed? Uh. Absolutely. As a, as a fan, would you be willing 
to spend that money knowing what kind of cap space it would take up? Um, as a Celtics fan, no. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that option is coming past. I'm not mad that Kyrie's leaving. Uh, my, my issue with Kyrie is that he needs to go to the right team um, w- where he can be the man. And even in Boston, there was just too much talent around him where he couldn't just be the guy. You know, there's Jason Tatum, there's Gordon Hayward, there's Al Horford. Um, and and uh, I, th- I think it just kind of got on him, and that's why he's leaving. I understand why he's leaving. Um, also, you know, good luck. But I just don't think he's a, a, a cutout leader. That are, He's a hell of a basketball player. I will never doubt his ability, but I just don't think on the court, I just don't think he's a leader. And I think, think his true colors came out this past postseason. Do you think there's somebody, not somebody, a team, I should say, that is willing to pay him that 190 mil five-year contract? Uh, well, I thought he was going to Brooklyn until Anthony Davis went to L.A., and now Kyrie's expressing how badly he wants to play with AD. We could get a possible Kyrie and Braun reunion. Um, the only issue there is the money, where LA does not have the money to give Kyrie a Supermax deal this year, especially when they have to pay AD next year. So there's, there's some numbers that need to be crunched. I think Kyrie is either going to Brooklyn or he's going to LA. I think the Knicks are out of the equation, mostly because Kevin Durant is now out of the equation. Yeah. Well, we'll be interested to see how it plays out. We'll obviously make sure to keep you guys posted uh, come Thursday while this all rolls out. Um, probably do like the first 10 picks because then after that, who really gives a shit? Um, but before we wrap the NBA up, I want to give a shout out to the dickhead of the week. Old footage, but new, new. Um, same, same, but different. Uh, James Dolan video surfaced of him basically uh, uh, banning a fan for life after the young individual, young sire, uh, said, please sell the team. Just asking a simple favor, a suggestion of good faith. Um, you know, he sucks. The team sucks. So it, it would make sense. Uh, and I don't know if it actually was enacted on, but they gave him the fucking lifelong boot. Um, he, he came over and he's like, Hey, Hey, that's rude. You're, you're out. Like, it's dude, you are just the, the guys, the guys are fucking egomaniac. I just, I want to know what it's like to wake I up angry. Pray, I pray, pray, pray that. He's he's no longer involved with either the Knicks or the Rangers in some very near term. Because until he's gone, I just don't see where things are Let's going. Let's send him down to the Dominican Republic. I mean, it's dropping Americans. Seriously, I hear like it's nicest time of year. On, on that note, there is just more and more of that story unloading. Um, I don't have all the details yet. Nothing is confirmed. But the Daily Mail... I don't know how credible their sources are. Um, they're just Very. coming out with some crazy shit um, where I don't really know what to believe anymore. There's a related shooting incident like two years ago with Ortiz. There's a car chase that apparently wasn't reported. The FBI is involved in this whatever unreported case. 
it's just a lot of twisted shit that I, I, I don't know if I want the truth to come out. We're talking about my childhood hero here, you know? Dog, I'll tell you exactly Sad. what happened. Poppy was rolling with a bad crew before he got famous. He liked to go down and dabble in the DR. He's complained about security before. I would go ahead and err on the side of saying Harrison was right. I think he fucked somebody's bitch, and uh, oh, they yeah. came I after think that, him. I, that, that's, yeah, that's... That's and that's I think that's simple. I think there's you know I think the rest of this now is just here. I think it's just speculation. I think people are just making shit up. I think it's plain and simple. I think he banged somebody. He's in the DR. It's like the wild wild west right now. Uh, and he, you know, he got capped for it. I I I don't know. I'm just gonna remain. Dude, more silent importantly, until the people. Truth comes out. There's like there's like fake synthetic alcohol in the DR, and people are like dropping like flies that's something you need to focus on yeah i'm just never going there ever for any reason maybe maybe conspiracy theorist here poppy's behind the bad alcohol and somebody went after him mm. bingo there we go see investigation work. there's the there's the conspiracy theory we all, we all wanted <laughs> you guys you <laughs> oh, guys just you had the dots and i just connected them for you there you go thank you all right Let's let's do some beaters. Yeah, let's let's beat it off. Harrison, you're up first. Uh, quick, MLB update slash New York Yankee update. Just beat the Tampa Bay Rays three nothing tonight, thanks to the bats of DJ Lemayhu and Cameron Mabin. Um, but even bigger news: Giancarlo Stanton comes back tomorrow, gets activated off the injury list. Aaron Judge is about another How week active do you think from being activated be? off the off the IL and. You know, the unfortunate part that really kind of struck a, a heart chord with me was uh, Clint Frazier getting sent down, got optioned to AAA. Yeah, that that means he's looking like he'll probably yeah, be. Tra- he's, he's a part he's of He's going to be trade, trade bait. Package. Yeah, here he already scrubbed his entire Instagram of almost all of all of his pictures except for two pictures. One of is of him in a Yankee uniform, but it was during their uh, Jackie Robinson game where they all wore forty two. Um, and some other picture that has nothing to do with baseball. But like I said, Yankees are on top of the AL East, and they've done it with pretty much a, a B squad. And uh, things are looking good in the Bronx, Don't baby. Uh, the Bombers are coming back. And we got Edwin yes, and Edwin Encarnacion, yes, who's got 21 home runs. This, 21 homers do you this think year. they're going to put? Do you think, think they're going to put Stanton out there? You know, fully active, or do you think they're going to be? Yeah, oh, he's dude. He's ready to go. He's been mashing baseballs in uh, in the minors. Yeah. Absolutely, just. Demolishing. No, I was just seeing something that they were gonna be uh, a little bit conservative, obviously, just so that they don't lose them again for. They'll probably they'll probably yeah, be probably slow for be, a month it, till the All Star break, and then, you know, come come July, it's just full steam ahead. Dude, are, dude, we're gonna have Glaber Torres. We're gonna have Glaber Torres in our fucking nine spot in the lineup. That's fine. Guy stinks, anyways. That's why he bats ninth. I got a feeling Tom's sweating. Tom's sweating. There's Yankees are six games up on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I, I'm not sweating yet. The Red Sox have shown that come playoff time, they just turn into a different beast. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to last, and I think the Red Sox will be good enough to slide into a wild card spot. And honestly, six games is nothing. That's one, one weekend series. The Yankees have played a considerable amount of games at home this year. Um, 
They've beat up on the Orioles. I think the Red Sox have like twice the number of games against the Orioles left as the Yankees do. And if you guys aren't paying attention, uh, the Orioles fucking stink. They stink. Just like Baltimore. Yeah, they're a really good uh, representation of their city. Uh, but st- <laughs> sticking on the, the baseball buzzer beaters here, if you don't know, now you know now the you name. Know. Lucas Giolito. This guy. Giolito. Early, early, still early, but definitely leading Cy Young candidate in the American League. He will more than likely get the start in the All-Star game, bearing any sort of injury. He's 10-1, 222 ERA, 95 strikeouts. Sub one whip. This guy is just filthy. And it sucks that he plays for the Chicago White Sox, which is why he's just not a household name. Um, if But honestly, this might be a guy that the Yankees trade for, which worries me. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, because the White Sox are, you know, they're a decent team in their own, but they're still rebuilding. And this guy's having a Cy Young caliber season. And I just wish it was anywhere but the south side of Chicago because he's just going to, you know, be wasted there. Wasted. Well, I think that's a perfect way to wrap things up, gentlemen. I really appreciate your time. Sorry to have seen Brent dip out a little bit early. He's got uh, cows to milk in the pasture, apparently is what his text says. Um, But thank you, as always, for all of you for joining us tonight uh if you're not already please remember to check us out on twitter instagram and facebook additionally please make sure to click and subscribe both on itunes and spotify making big moves here uh, and end of regulation and we want you guys to join us for the ride so to wrap things up as you may have already seen it is kung fu kenny's birthday mr kendrick lamar is turning 32 years old so tonight, we will be playing you out with a little Kendrick. All right, here we go, third take. Later. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Real quick, Ali. Mm. Got me breathing with dragons. I'll crack the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Marilyn Manson with madness. Now just imagine the magic I like to ask is don't ask for your favorite rapper. He did. Yes, sir. Amen. Chuck. He did. I killed him. Amen. Bitch. And this is rigor mortis and it's gorgeous when you die I leave recorded and I'm Morpheus, the matrix in my mind I'm out the orbit, you an orphan and a hairdresser combined I'm on the toilet when I rhyme, if you the shit then I decline I climax where you begin and then I end on cloud nine And that's important when you morph into an angel in the sky And don't be forging all my signatures, my listeners reply And tell me that you biting style, you got a hell of an appetite And I'ma be here for a while, just buckle up before the ride Or knuckle up if you can fight, we always making them duck or die A suit and tie is suitable and usual is suicide, see us I just might investigate this fucking parasite He did Amen That's what they telling me Aim it at your celebrity This is studio felony Ferragami to many And cool enough for the 70s Nigga payback's a vision Bitch you been living in debt with me Dead I'm all in especially Leave a call on his mother voice Mother say that he rest in peace Big ol' chop of the recipe Wrestling that's irrelevant Rather rest at your residence Whistling to the melody Couldn't think of a better D Better be on your P and Q It's just me J-Rock selling Q Solar system and barbecue Nothing else you can do He did yep. Yep. Amen. I killed him. He did. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Got me breathing with dragons. I'll crack the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Melly Manson. Don't ask him your favorite rapper. He did. Yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. For sure. Amen. Amen. Got me breathing with dragons. I'll crack the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Melly Manson.
on my pedigree to fly faster. How fast are we to the pastor? We all are sinners. Once you send us the Bible, study faster. Yo, hypocrite is reaction to blasphemy. I assassin my casualty, and it's casually done. And tell them my salary coming. Lump so one hundreds, don't talk to me about no money. The sun is under my feet, and I come in peace to compete. I don't run if you rather leap. My statistics go up in weeks, and I go visit the nearest creek, and I get busy. Yo, many MC really ballistic. Anybody can see any assistance. Everybody to see some persistence. Recognize I'll be really too vicious. The permanent beast and the demolition. Breaking up the street, better partition, better dot your T. Hannibal mention, how the ball you see. Putting my dick in the rap industry. Everybody bitching, getting mad at me. Recognize Kendrick in a battery. And I'm charged up in a catastrophe. It's charged up in hard death city. Y'all fucks never got hassle me. And y'all luck just ran out, you'll see. He did. Yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. For sure. Amen. Amen. Got me breathing with dragons. I cracked the egg in your basket, you bastard. I'm Marilyn Manson. Don't ask for your favorite rapper. He did. Yep, yep. Amen. I know. He did. For sure. Amen. Amen.